I'd like to welcome everyone to the Pacific Institute's Kitchen Table. The intent of the Kitchen Table is to provide a platform where we are able to share and discuss the dynamic world of cognitive science and the specific role it plays in performance. I'd like to introduce our co-hosts, Greg Coughlin and Ron Medved from the Pacific Institute. They have over four decades of experience working with hundreds of organizations on applying cognitive psychology and science. Pull up a chair. Let's get started. Welcome people back to the kitchen table for part two of Ron's life's journey. And the last unit, of course, we talked about Ron's uh, journey on his own health situation. But this, uh, what I wanted to be able to have Ron share is his life uh, what brings us ups and downs and sadness and sorrows, uh, but how we go through it. And so can you tell us a little bit? So this uh, story is around Ron comes from a very large family with uh, abundant love and abundant support. And so it's, it's very like you guys to be able to support each other and step up. But tell us a little bit about your brother-in-law, John, and, and his journey and and really, the focus today is focusing on the support that you could offer to him, and and how it, uh, you know, how it played out. Can you tell us? Yeah, and I, you know, I'm sure John would uh, approve of this. Uh, but uh, John, John mar- married my sister Susie. Um, I think about 45 years ago. So I've known John a long time, and. Uh, John is, uh, you know, as I reflected on his passing here recently, I'm talking about, I think he passed away on uh, February 19th, and now it's the middle of March, but uh, John was one of the most widely loved guys, you know, I've ever known, and he's just, just, just a nice guy, unassuming, uh, good businessman, uh, and uh, again, an independent businessman, but uh, John was sailing along, uh, you know, he, uh, in his early seventies and, uh, he went to the doctor and or actually he probably wasn't feeling very good and went to the doctor and got a diagnosis that he had pat- pancreatic can- cancer. Now, I don't know if he was, uh, stage four, but most pancreatic cancer, um, patients are stage four because it's, you don't catch it until later for, for the most part, I guess if you can catch it early, you can cure it. But John was one of the later stages. And, uh, I, uh, I remember talking to John, you know, right in the beginning there and, you know, he just in his very calm and unassuming way, he said, well, I just had to conclude that I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the, on the way to dying. And, and so anyway, uh, it was pretty early on, you know, in his diagnosis uh, that uh, I asked John if I could write some affirmations for him. And he said, sure. And uh, John, uh, I've come to learn, was quite a journaler himself. I can't believe that we didn't share that with each other. He's a goal setter. He's been through Pacific Institute education. You know, he's he likes affirmations. He uses affirmations. But... I, uh, I said, John said, yeah, write me, write me some affirmations. And, and so I wrote him six affirmations that, um, really served him well. 
and he was very eager and, and shared it with other people. I've gotten phone calls, you know, from people that he shared the affirmations with. And, and uh, uh, I must say that um, writing them for him was not hard. Uh, I was thinking of John uh, as I wrote him, but, uh, but frankly, I was also thinking of myself. You know, I was thinking that if I was in John's situation, you know, what kind of affirmations would I write for myself? So between those two, two things, I, I wrote the affirmations out and sent them off to John. And uh, he, uh, he took those affirmations, and I didn't learn about this until recent, fairly recently, but he had, the, he had them framed, you know, in a frame, and they sat on his desk. Uh, and uh, he, he, he gave out copies of the affirmations in prayer meetings that he would go to and, and uh, you know, with other folks that were dealing with, with cancer and he he uh, he ended up uh, John ended up continuing to live with that cancer for 22 months until he passed away last month uh, and lo and behold uh, Susie you know his his widow uh, called me up and she said uh, is it okay if we share these affirmations at at the funeral and I said no, sure, of course, of course. So um, anyway, uh, at the funeral, there was a funeral program, you know, as you would normally see in pictures of John. And, you know, there was a, a schedule of uh, sort of the the prayers and the activities, you know, that were going to be included in the funeral. And sure enough, there were the six affirmations, you know, that on, on a separate card with John's picture on the back, you know, that was part of the, the funeral program. And, um, so that's the story. That's the story of them. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think what you want to do, Greg, and, you know, we want to, read those affirmations and talk about them a little bit and, uh, and, and maybe dig into the thought behind them a little bit and uh, certainly offer them to our listeners, you know, uh, if they, they want to use them. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate your, you know, sharing and, and sort of the emotion of that story. I I'm sure was affecting me, you and probably the listeners. Um, I, I, w- I do want you to go through each affirmation, but I also just wanted to acknowledge, um, you know, the, the application that John, you know, did, I mean, to, to accept the affirmations, to, uh, to, um, to affirm the affirmations, you know, by having them uh, on a uh, frame on his desk and then to use as a, a common conversation with his support groups that he worked with. He, he had got not only himself affirming, but he probably got a community of people affirming. And, you know, for the listeners that don't know the significance for us of affirmations, you know, you move towards what you think about your present thoughts determine your future. You know, we we coach and uh, and encourage people to affirm a statement of fact, a statement of belief, and the key word is a belief. And so, you know, John is a, not only a journaler but an affirmation practitioner, 
Um, you know, he, he probably with precision did a wonderful job of, of using the, the offerings that you had. So with that, um, can you, you know, read the affirmation potentially and, and what was the, what was, what was the picture that you were getting? What was the, you, you were really thoughtful and, and, and purposeful in these affirmations. So I don't want, I want them listening to kind of hear the story behind them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to. And you know what I think I want to do is I want to read all six affirmations uh, and then go back and read each one individually and we can talk about it. And the reason why uh, all six of them um, deserve to be read together is because the, the sum total of them sort of represent a mindset, you know, speaking of mindset that the, these affirmations when combined together provide us a, a sort of a well-rounded mindset. And I think any of us that use affirmations, we, we don't just usually uh, rely on one, but we usually rely on a, on a bundle of affirmations to sort of get us to the attitude or the, the mindset that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, so with that, as a intro, I mean, here, here, here are the, here are the uh, six affirmations. Um, number one, uh, I trust in God's plan for me, no matter what. Two, my immune system is my powerful friend. It's doing its job 24 seven. Three, I feel the prayers and good thoughts coming my way. The love fills me with joy. Four, it's my duty to live every day to the fullest, engaging in life-giving activities, large and small. Five, I am the managing doctor. I direct my talented team of specialists. I stay in charge. And then six, I am surrounded by miracles. And have been all my life. I am blessed. Hmm. So that's the mindset. Um, and um, so let's go back and talk about number one. I trust in God's plan for me, no matter what. Um, you know, just simply, Greg, your, your reflections would be interesting. Um, you know, this is, um, to me, this is... Uh, an affirmation of surrender. You could, you could switch out. I trust in the universe's plan for me, or I trust in destiny's plan for me. If mm-hmm. I trust in God's plan for me, no matter what, but it's, you know, it's, it's an affirmation that says, um, I'm not necessarily in control of this, you know, totally. And mm-hmm. I trust that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and again, that's, that gives you, that can give you peace and it can also, you know, help with your healing. Yeah. Any thoughts from you, Greg? Well, I think what, you know, the surrender part is the, is, is instead of spending energy, uh, you know, on fighting something that, you know, in this particular case, he could have been uh, upset. He could have been frustrated. He could have been cynical. He could have been critical. He could have been grumpy. And the surrender is that I'm I'm in the flow on this. I'm I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surrendering to God's plan, no matter what. And so, 
I, I think about even your comment on when we talked about you um, having a, somebody that's overseeing you, whether that be God or the universe or you know a, a somebody that you feel that way. Uh, I think this is a you know, and I, I particularly like the the image that this creates for me in the words, the pictures, the emotions. And so the potency of this, and I think that's what I, when you told me about these, shared them with me, it's your, it's your, your significant, mature competency and affirmations that, that, that reveal not just the words, but the emotions, the pictures of it. And so I, 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 that's what I get from this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about number two? Number two, my immune system is my powerful friend. It's doing its job 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, not everybody is aware of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and, uh, but more and more people are more as the more that we understand the health sciences and, you know, how significant this uh, immune system of ours is, I, you know, this is an affirmation that's directly aimed at the agency and the efficacy of the immune system that we have. It's, it's built to make us well. And so even when we're face, facing a, a terrible enemy like uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, we can we can give good energy to that immune system. And yes, in fact, it is working 24 seven. And so that's definitely one, another thing that we need to have, we want to have as part of our mindset. Yeah. And for me, this is leveraging the mind body connection. This Mm -hmm. is, this is, uh, you know, trusting that you can strengthen, you can reinforce, you can accelerate, you can, um, you know, as opposed to negative self-talk that my, you know, I'm, my body's given up. I, I, I haven't got any fight. This is no, my immune system is my powerful friend. And I like that, the power of it. It's got potency to it. it it's this part of my team, part of my family. It's part of me. It's my friend. Mm-hmm. And it's working on the job in my, for me. So beautiful. Right. Right. Okay, so next is, uh, I feel the prayers and good thoughts coming my way. The love fills me with joy. Um, Greg, you're the guy that wrote the book on love leadership. <laughs> um, and, but, um, you know, we, all, we, we, we do pray for our loved ones. We do pray for people that, we, that are sick. Uh, we, we, we send them good thoughts. Um, and it is possible, you know, to tune into that. Uh, I don't know how good I would say that I am, um, or, but I do know people that, uh, uh, are very, are sensitive and, and have developed, uh, d- developed this sort of tuning fork, you know, in, in themselves that they can actually, palpably feel the the love and 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 feel the the good energy that uh is around them or that people send their way and so no matter how good you are or you aren't you know sort of in this sphere it it really makes good sense to affirm that and to and to again send send the right message you know to your 
you know, your receiving system, you know, part of your, part of your system. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is just a wonderful, the antenna, the satellite dish, you know, in our vernacular, the reticular activating system is wide open, completely open to receiving prayers and, and thoughts that come my way. And we all, you know, we know that people are thinking, you know, we know when we know somebody that's ill or sick or going through it throughout the day, we're with give thoughts to, we give prayers to, we give affirmations to, and this is a wonderful, you know, comfortable blanket of reception to that. But I particularly like the, you know, just as, as we're recording this, um, you know, I'm surrounded right now with a seven-month, eight-month-old infant and a three- or four-day-old infant. And, and, you know, the immediate unconditional love that just overwhelms uh, you, I, you know, I'm, I think this is such a nice way to honor somebody like John or, or somebody that's in a more senior life position and how that love is still there. We just need to open up to it, but I particularly love the the love fills me, and you receive it, but you receive it with joy, and it isn't just feeling the love; it's filling up with joy. And so, you know, if you were affirming this, every day would be joyful because you're you're you're, you're receiving thoughts and prayers filled with love. And I, I believe that to be true. You know, I believe that to be where most humans are when somebody is in a situation like John, we're sending information filled with love. And I could see him being joy-filled, joyful. So mm-hmm. I think it's a, a beautiful affirmation. Yeah, and especially appropriate for John. Uh, so many people loved him and so many people benefited from having John in, in their lives. Uh, uh, he was certainly swamped with, uh, with those, those kind of feelings. And he had a, he had a very sweet passing, uh, and according to his family, and, uh, he actually had a, a, a comfortable, you know, com- com- uh, a couple of weeks, relatively comfortable couple of weeks, you know, leading up to, you know, his passing. Uh, and, uh, Anyway, um, yeah, it's all good. All well, right. Now, uh, Let me... I like the punch of this one. So, okay, a... okay. This is uh, the, we're at the fourth one now. Um, it's my duty to live every day to the fullest, engaging in life-giving activities, large and small. Hmm. Why that? Why did? Why? Why that one wrong? You know, I just I, I'm 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 trying to remember my sort of my original sort of inspiration or motivation for writing this. Uh, but, and I'll get to that, but you know, I, I got a phone call uh, from a person that was in uh, John's, one of John's prayer groups and John had shared these affirmations in the prayer group. And this fellow uh, was dealing with uh, a life threatening, you know, illness and, uh, he called me up and he said two things. He said, uh, is it okay if I share these affirmations with other people? And I said, of course, you know, you, you don't even, 
you don't even need to ask my permission. He said, no, I just wanted to. He says, but I also, I want to tell you this, the one, that, that affirmation about it's my duty to live every day to the fullest and to engage in life-giving activities, large and small, that really hit me. And, and, and uh, he said, you know, it's so easy to be sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. And, and that, um, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you don't have a chance to have, make a large impact, uh, but you have many, many opportunities to make small impacts on people, people that come to see you, come to visit with, with you, you know, uh, I, and back to John for a second. I remember John, you know, I would call up John on the phone, just check in on him. And, uh, uh, and before I could even sort of get, uh, geared up to ask him how he's doing. He's asking me how I'm doing. And he, again, he's, he's flipping the tables on me and he's like asking about me and he's, he's, uh, uh, well, in, in the last few months, he cer- certainly was asking me about my, my own health and my own recovery. But even before that, you know, when he was, you know, he, 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 he just had this really nice way of sort of, making you the center of attention. So, um, and when, when people are made to feel the center of attention, that is a life giving, uh, activity. That's a life giving gift that, that, that you give to people. So, um, even if you're sick and if you're, even if you're infirm and, and, and you can't get around, uh, there is a way, you know, to continue to make a difference, you know, especially with other people, mm-hmm. especially with the ones that are visiting you. Yeah. Well, all I really can say or add to this is this isn't, this is a keeper. This is uh, this is going into my, my affirmation repertoire because it's just a, it's a, it's a beautiful way to live life, you know, with the, the ownership, the duty to live every day to the fullest, but more particularly, you know, in life giving activities, large and small. So it's beautiful, Ron. Number, number five, we're. Okay. So now we're, we're at the one that uh, we, we talked about some before. I am the managing doctor. I direct my talented team of specialists. I stay in charge. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is a, this is a, a, an affirmation about accountability. I think, uh, as much as anything, you know, that I am not going to give up the accountability to my health to anybody. You know, I may give it up my, I may give it, give it over to God to sort of, uh, his will be done if you sort of believe in that direction. Uh, but, uh, what it really means is that, you know, I am not going to be passive. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay active. Um, uh, be accountable. I know Susie told me, uh, when we were talking about these affirmations, uh, after John had passed, uh, she said, you know, the affirmations really helped John stay in control because there were, there were, you know, there were so many things that he went through all the, all the tests at the hospital and, you know, all of the treatments and chemo and this and that, and this and that, that anyway, she said it really helped, uh, John stay in control. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, again, uh, it's been proven, I mean, the research has proven that this is one of the, one of the factors in, in, 
if not surviving, at least extending, you know, your longevity, you know, being in control of your longevity, yeah. possibly. Uh, so, well, I, I I won't make much color commentary other than just what you said is that you you know you can become a passenger in in, in your in your health or, or in your you know sort of life, and this is really uh, your your driving you know you. I stay in charge. So I think it's a, it's a powerful affirmation. The last one, number six. Uh, I am surrounded by miracles and have been all my life. I am blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, a, this is a powerful affirmation for me. I, I, um, not, not that the others aren't, but this one, um, it won't, even going through my own situation here, um, it I've had I've had time on my mind, I've time on my side to sort of be able to uh, reflect on my life and career and everything, and and uh, uh, I've journaled about it. I've got super notes, you know, in in, in my last few journals about just sort of reflecting on everything, and and uh, I, I must say that. Uh, Without, without sort of overdue sort of patting myself on the back, uh, I, I I can just pat life on the back uh, because there's been a lot of miracles. Uh, there's been a lot of things that have happened to me, and and I know to John as well, and you know to all of us really that we don't really take the time to stop and 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 recognize that the they're almost daily, you know, and uh, miracles are, miracles are other people. Uh, miracles are pleasant surprises, you know, that come into our life. Miracles are uh, the serendipity, you know, that, that we can sort of alert ourselves, you know, to notice, you know, and enjoy. Uh, and, um, if you meditate on these things or sort of reflect on these things, you, you can't end up, but conclude that, you know, you are blessed Mm. or in the case of this affirmation, I am blessed that, Mm. that I'm, I have had a blessed life. Now, maybe, maybe that's not true for everybody. Maybe I don't want to, I want to go that far, but I think that if you've, uh, invested in a life, you know, that, uh, is counting your blessings as opposed to, uh, pissing and moaning about not having enough blessings. Uh, if you count your blessings and, you know, are paying attention that way, uh, you can't help but have, uh, a big bush, bush, bushel basket full of, uh, miracles, you know, to look at. So, um, again, coming back to, well, Greg, you want, might want to comment on that last one. Well, it, you know, once again, I'm I'm uh, I'm presently as a new grandfather experiencing the miracle of of birth. The, yeah. the sort of all the things that have to go right to enable this life to be what it is, and the vulnerabilities that are so. You know, when I think about, you know, sort of as we tell the stories of life, there's these entry points of birth and there's the exit points of death. 
and in those those spots it it really uh, opens up your mind to being thankful to look at the miracles of both life and death you know and then there's these coming close to life threatening that sort of open up the door again to these miracles around and you think about just I'm surrounded by miracles and have been all my life. I'm blessed. I mean, the over the overriding story of just the 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 curiosity, the openness, the 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 gratitude, the appreciation for life and what it brings if you're if you're open to it. And so, I think this is another not just you know uh, for. Um, for situations like John, but I think this is for going into my keeper bin as well. You know, it just, it has the right spirit to it. It has the right intention to it. And it creates sort of a, a very reflective, important ponder on, man, it's, this world is filled with miracles. It just, it is. Yeah. Instead of, you know, uh, for the listeners, I, 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 one, I really appreciated you sharing. Two, I appreciated you reading the full six and then unpacking a little bit. Um, we're sort of wrapping up time here, Ron, and so I'd, um, I'm interested in additional commentary that you have, um, reflections that you wanted to share, Um uh, on where we're uh, on what we've covered today. Uh, I knew you were going to do that, Greg. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I, I honestly, um, uh, I think I'd like to close this way is, is, uh, those, those are all a lot of, a lot of good thoughts. And, you know, they're certainly real, you know, from my experience here, the last, uh, especially seven months, uh, uh, I would say, though, that uh, I, I come back to one day at a time, and and, and uh, I'm still in a one day at a time mode, starting to come out of it a little bit, uh, because uh, I'm I'm anticipating that in four more weeks, you know, I'm going to be able to drive, I'm going to be able to sort of resume walking normally, and and uh, you know, I'll be I'll be back out into the world. Um, but you know, in the meantime, I've got, I've got, I've got to stay in sort of my current reality. And you know, one of the things that that is a challenge, you know, that that all of us have to overcome from time to time is that many of us have busy, busy lives. But sometimes when you're put on the shelf like this and you have something happen to you, you end up with too much time on your hands, and uh, and and you you how you 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 spend time. Uh, alone, uh, you spend time um, uh, waiting. <laughs> you spend time, you know, wishing that time would pass faster, and it doesn't. And uh, uh, that, another aspect, you know, of playing defense is is to be able to handle these uh, down moments. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, you think, oh gosh, I think it would be wonderful if if I was homebound and a, and I, I I didn't have to go to work for a while. Uh, wouldn't that be a relief? Well, it's a relief for a while, you know. And then I don't know if you're like me. I mean, you start you start chomping at the bit. Uh, 
uh, again. So uh, I am uh, uh, I am sort of telescoping back, you know, into today, you know, from this conversation. I've got mm-hmm. I've got I, I've got a few things that are happening today. Uh, I've got something to look forward to tonight. My my cousin Chris is going to be on a chef television show tonight uh, as one of the contestants. And so that's sort of my little prize at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I've got a workout, you know, uh, planned here at home with my wife when she gets home from work. And, um, and so, uh, and I've got, and again, I'm starting to sort of ramp my business back up, sort of insert myself out into the world and, you know, but that being said, um, there have been many, many periods where uh, it's it would be easy to fall into um, a little depression, and I'm not I'm not going to say that I haven't, you know, mm-hmm. from time to time. But um, uh, anyway, um, I would say predominantly, Greg, you know, the mindset and the mood and the and the and the feeling is upbeat, you know, mm-hmm. and positive. Because at the end of the day, we're in charge. I mean, we we we're, we have control over that, yeah. and so I'm pretty I'm happy I'm happy uh, to to say that I'm working my way out of this, and and uh, there's no guarantees at at my age, you know, about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I've, I'm doing everything I can think of to um, you know get back out into the world and uh, make a difference. Yeah. Well, Ron, thank you for, one, sharing your journey of your health and sharing your journey of John. And, you know, I'm sure the listeners are, are thinking of John, and that's that's another nice, beautiful thing that comes about from this. Uh, for the listeners, we'll post uh, the, the affirmations on the landing page, and so we'd look forward to your feedback or comment to that. So for that, we'll finish off today. Thank you for joining us at the kitchen table We'll hopefully engage you in conversation in the future. Bye for now. Be well. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the Pacific Institute. If you like what you heard today, click the like button or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family. For more information on TPI or how to get in contact with us, please visit www.tpikitchentable.ca. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. See you next time at the kitchen table.